Welcome to the Prosperity Gap, where we discuss the financial gap that exists between you and your retirement. It's time to bridge that gap. Hello, Prosperity Nation, and welcome back to another episode of the Prosperity Gap, the show where I help you gain the knowledge you need to get to a tax-free and risk-free retirement. My name's Dave Hall, I'm the Prosperity Guy, and I will be your host. We live in a world where you can buy anything you want on the internet. As a result, many of us have ordered items, had them show up to our house only to find out they were not what we had hoped they would be. There are a number of reasons this can happen. Maybe it's because we did not read the description that was provided carefully enough. Maybe it's because the quality of the product purchased was less than what it was promoted to be. Or maybe it was because someone was truly trying to take advantage of us. Regardless of the reason, the outcome is always the same. We are not happy with the item because it didn't meet our expectations. Today, I'm going to be talking about reverse mortgages. Now, if there's a retirement product out there that has gotten a bad rap because of unmet expectations, it's the reverse mortgage. Therefore, it's my plan today to help you better understand what you can expect from a reverse mortgage so you can make a better decision on whether or not a reverse mortgage is the right product for your retirement. Before I get into all the details, let's take a minute for a word from our sponsor. Are you a CPA or EA who is tired of paying top dollar to get access to quality, up-to-date, continuing professional education? At CPAacademy.org, you will find hundreds of free, high-quality webinar presentations taught by some of the best educators and thought leaders in the accounting profession. There is no cost to create an account, and you can earn unlimited free credit for courses taught on the CPAacademy.org platform. Visit www.cpaacademy.org and check out the wide variety of free continuing professional education courses available today. When you hear the word reverse mortgage, what comes to your mind? For many of you, it might be the recent ad you saw with Tom Selleck. For others, it may be the thoughts that it's just a program created to steal your home. And yet for others, you might be thinking how grateful you are for your reverse mortgage because it has helped you have a more safe and secure retirement. Now, I'm not here today to make any recommendations on whether or not you should use a reverse mortgage, but I am here to talk about some of the key aspects of a reverse mortgage so you can better decide if it's an option for your retirement. To start with, it's important you understand there are two different types of reverse mortgages on the market. The first is government-backed, and it's subject to the truth and lending laws and is insured by the Federal Housing Administration. And the second one is a proprietary reverse mortgage that has very few regulations, and the only security you have is the integrity of the company you're borrowing from. The reverse mortgage I'll be talking about today is the most popular of the two, and it's the one that is backed by the government. The name of this mortgage is the Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. Because this loan is backed by the government, there are a number of qualifications you must meet if you're going to choose one of these loans. First, you must be age 62 by the date you close the loan. Second, you must own your own home. You cannot get a reverse mortgage on a property that is owned by someone else. Now, you can use a living trust. Third, you must pay off all existing loans. This can be done prior to taking out the reverse mortgage, or you can pay it off with a part of the proceeds you receive from the reverse mortgage you're taking out. Fourth, you must be current on all federal debt. You cannot have other federal loans that are in default and apply for a home equity conversion mortgage. And fifth, you do have to go through HUD counseling. 
This is a 60 to 90 minute session with an advisor who has met the requirements established by the government to qualify as a home equity conversion mortgage advisor. I do believe it's important to note here that the term counseling session may be a stretch of terms. It really should be called an education session because the job of these counselors is not to help you make the decision. Their job is to help educate you so you can make the decision yourself. There are a number of payment options available to you from a home equity conversion mortgage as well. You have the option to take the money out in one lump sum. You can take out a credit line. You can request a monthly payment for a period of time, or you can use a combination of all these options. The most common method used by most people is the credit line method. There are two main reasons for this. First, when you use the credit line method, you're only charged interest on the amount you borrow. Therefore, you're not stuck paying interest on money that you may have taken out off of the loan and just put it into your bank account. And second, the amount of money you can access increases over time. If you do not take all the money out initially, you'll be able to take more money out each year. The factors the government considers when determining how much money you can borrow from a home equity conversion mortgage are your age, your home's value, the current interest rate, and the current lending limits established by the government. Since each of these will affect the amount you'll be entitled to borrow, let me talk about each of them briefly. Age. The younger you are, the less you will be able to borrow. The reason is because there's more time for the unpaid interest from the loan to accumulate. The longer you can wait to get a reverse mortgage, the better off you usually are. Your home's value. Your loan amount is based upon a percentage of your home's current value. The higher the value, the more you can borrow. The lower the value, the less you can borrow. Your best option for a reverse mortgage is when real estate values are at their highest. Current interest rates. With a reverse mortgage, you do not make monthly payments, which means your outstanding interest is growing on a daily basis. The higher the interest rate is when you take out your loan, the less you're going to be able to borrow. The lower the interest rate is, the more you'll be able to borrow. So you wanna make sure you're taking interest rate into consideration. Current lending limits. The current maximum home value used by the FHA is $765,500. If your home is worth more than this, you will only be able to borrow a percentage of this limit. Now, you should also be aware that even if your home is valued at this amount, you're only going to get a portion, and that's going to be based upon your age. Home equity conversion mortgages are offered with a fixed interest rate or an adjustable interest rate. The majority of borrowers will choose the adjustable rate loan because they can borrow substantially more money this way. When you get a fixed interest rate loan, all of the proceeds must be paid out initially. So the borrower will lose the freedom of a credit line and the monthly payment option. Fees are another big issue you must consider when getting a home equity conversion mortgage. All loans will include the following fees. You will have a loan origination fee, third-party closing costs, mortgage insurance premiums, and a monthly servicing fee. The government does control a majority of these fees, but not all of them. So if you're considering a reverse mortgage, it's not a bad idea to shop around for the best option. All these fees can be financed into the loan, so usually there are very few, if any, out-of-pocket costs when you close the loan, but you're still going to have to pay for them at some future date. So please take time to understand the fees and what you'll be responsible for. 
Now, there is a misconception out there that if you get a reverse mortgage and your home value decreases, you're responsible to pay the difference. This is not true. The home itself is the only recourse there is to this type of loan. Therefore, as long as you do not break any of the loan covenants, you'll be able to stay in your home until you pass away. Your loan covenants are going to require you to keep current on your taxes and insurance. You're going to need to keep your property in good repair, and you must live in the home as your primary resident. As long as you keep doing this, you will not have to pay off the mortgage until you either sell the home or you pass away. Prosperity Nation, as I mentioned in the beginning, my goal today is only educational. You're going to have to determine how much a reverse mortgage is worth to you. What are you willing to pay to stay in your present home? Is the cost of a reverse mortgage better than selling or moving to a new home? Can you get by in retirement with your current income and assets, or do you need to use the equity in your home to help cover some of your costs? And the last thing you might want to consider is do you have other options? If you are in a situation where you need money in retirement, there are a number of state and local organizations that might be able to help you. You also need to be on the lookout for warning signs from those selling reverse mortgages. If they're insisting you sign immediately, you should be very cautious. The home equity conversion mortgage has been around for decades, and there should be no rush for you to get into this type of loan. Also, if someone is telling you how you should spend your reverse mortgage, that's another big red flag. If someone is trying to sell you something and recommending you use a reverse mortgage to pay for it, be cautious. And if someone is recommending you use the money for investing, this could be another big issue. Many people do use a reverse mortgage to invest in other assets to help them get a more safe and secure retirement. But if you decide to choose this option, make sure you know what you're getting into. You don't want to try to solve a problem by creating a bigger problem. There are five things you should consider before getting a reverse mortgage. The first one is to consider waiting. As I mentioned earlier in the show, the older you are, the better a reverse mortgage will work for you. Second, you should consider other home equity options. This may include getting a traditional mortgage or a credit line. Third, if you have a current loan, you should consider refinancing. Fourth, you should consider downsizing. Could you sell your home and get into a smaller place? Doing this often frees up equity that can be used to help provide for a better retirement. And fifth, consider lowering your expectations. Nobody wants to hear this one, but for many people, it's a very viable option. And what they often find is they can be just as happy on a lot less income. As I come to the end of the show, I do want to bring up some questions you should ask yourself before getting a reverse mortgage. Number one, how do you intend to use your proceeds? Number two, do you fully understand your obligations and what you're signing up for? Number three, will your spouse be a co-borrower or are you going to eliminate them from the loan? Number four, how will your loan be repaid? Number five, are you on any form of government assistance? Number six, how long do you plan to remain in your home? And number seven, have you considered other strategies? Prosperity Nation, I know I've covered a lot of information in today's show, but I do it because I care about you and your retirement. I want to make sure you have the information you need to make the informed decisions you're required to make. 
If you want to learn more about what I've covered today, I suggest you go to my website at theprosperityguy.com where you can sign up for my webinar on reverse mortgages. In this webinar, I take about an hour to cover what I've covered today in only about 10 or 15 minutes. Therefore, you're going to be able to get access to a lot more information. Now, one last takeaway before I go. Remember, only you can determine if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Education brings choices, and hopefully today you've got some additional education that can help you make a better choice on determining whether or not a reverse mortgage is right for helping you get to a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Prosperity Nation, it is time for questions and answers with our producer, C.R. Talene. Hello, C.R. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Dave. Always glad to be here and do the question and answer with you. So, CR, we are recording this a couple of days early, and today is a big day in your life. Is that right? Yeah, I turned a day older today, finally. Okay, so you're finally 32 or 33? Well, my wife says I'm 12, but I turned 44 today. Yeah, we were just talking briefly before the show when we got on here that we allow our employees to have half a day off for their kid's birthday. And CR was saying that he was a kid by heart, so he ought to get half the day off. That's right. My wife definitely thinks that she has three kids, but you know, I'm I'm here and there. So how are things going in your world? I saw a video the other day that your one of your sheep wanted to come in and join you in the house. Well, the farm is uh, still the same size. It's not growing. My wife has stopped that for now. We had a skunk show up and it hung around for a long time and didn't bother me. I didn't bother it. And it just was pretty fun. So it's kind of neat to see these little guests showing up. Yeah, you've had some bad skunk experiences over the last couple of months. So I'm glad to hear you finally had a good one. Yeah, I just filmed from a distance. It was actually really fun to see, but I definitely do not want a skunk in my farm. I think I'll keep it down for a while. We go out on morning walks here in Tennessee and with the change of when it gets light and dark, we're finding that it's much darker when we go out. And the other day, our dog started chasing a skunk, but luckily I had him on a leash. So I was able to reel him back in before he got sprayed. I'll tell you, Dave, washing my dogs in a cooler a couple of weeks ago was awful. So I just hope that does not happen for you. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. We try to keep him on a leash most times, but every once in a while we'll let him run crazy. But yeah, luckily this day he was on that leash. And Dave, talking about birthdays, isn't your big day tomorrow? Yes, my big day is tomorrow. So by the time this is released, I will have turned 50. I'm the big 5-0. I'm excited because you were able to go and visit uh, Branson, Missouri. Yeah, we've got all kinds of things going on in our lives right now. As we look to the end of the year, we've got tons of trips planned with our kids. We've got a trip this week because our boys are out of school. So yes, there's going to be a lot of traveling. Plus, I've got traveling for work. So a lot of uh, in the car and airport traveling. Cool. Well, Dave, I know that you're on a time crunch today. So why don't I give you my three questions that I have and let's see how well you do. Okay, sounds great. So my first question comes from Jim and Jim says, do you use permanent life insurance or term insurance for a life insurance retirement plan? Jim, this is a great question. Many times there's some misunderstanding in the way these plans are structured, but it is permanent insurance. We'd want to be able to have a cash value that's building up. This is one of the keys to the policies. We want to be able to use that cash value for tax-free income during retirement and to help us be able to cover maybe a long-term care event if we have a long-term care event prior to death. So term insurance is not going to do that, although term insurance can be a good insurance to get you through your working years. What we find even with it is only about 2% of people 
are ever able to get benefits off of term insurance policies. Dave, when we're talking about a LERP, a life insurance retirement plan, what's the best advice to give to those who are looking into this? Yeah, the biggest advice is to make sure you do your homework and make sure it meets our laundry list of qualifications. Now, if you don't know what those are, I recommend that you attend one of our webinars where we talk about this. Uh, Look Before You LERP's a great one. Or that you go back to some of our podcasts when we've talked about the life insurance retirement plan. Because just as a marriage, there are certain things that you want your life insurance retirement plan to have if you want to have the highest probability of that providing you the benefits you're expecting throughout your retirement years. And Dave, my next question I have is from Kathy. And Kathy asked a great question. Is it possible to roll over a thrift savings plan into a Roth? Yes. So you can do this. Now, many people are not familiar with thrift savings accounts because they are government plans. And so those that don't work for the government aren't going to be familiar with what this is, but it's treated very similar to your other traditional accounts. So if you've got a traditional 401k or a traditional IRA, you're able to roll those over just as you are with the thrift savings account into your Roth accounts so that you can eliminate tax rate risk. And so besides eliminating tax rate risk, why would somebody else roll this over to a Roth that we could help them understand? Well, there's a couple of reasons that you want to put that money in there. The biggest one is tax rate risk, that if you believe taxes will be even 1% higher in the future, you're better off to roll the money into there. But another option is oftentimes retirees have annuities. And now you can put that annuity inside the Roth account, eliminate the tax rate risk, and then also solve your longevity risk where you can get inflation adjusted income for life just as you're getting from your Social Security. I think that's great advice, Dave. And my last question is from Armando. And he says, how does tax-free and risk-free retirement planning work for those who are already retired? Armando, I'm glad you asked this question because this is an area that I think there is a lot of misunderstanding. There's a lot of confusion. Everyone thinks that when we talk about risk-free and tax-free retirement, they had to have done it years ago, but that's not the case. If you're still alive and you're still trying to get your retirement into a situation where it's going to be better in the future than it is today, you're going to want to look at trying to eliminate these various risks that are facing you. So my recommendation for anyone who's got uh, this situation, even if you're in retirement, is that you sit down with an advisor and have them work with you to help eliminate these various risks because there's still a lot you can do even though you've started those retirement years. I'm glad Armando brought this up because we do get a lot of people that reach out to us that are already in retirement or very close to it. And they basically say that we just can't help them because they're already at retirement. And I love that your principle is we want to help you through retirement. And I think that's a big thing people need to understand here. Yeah, we've talked about it a little bit before. It's like the fires in California. You can't immediately go out and buy fire insurance once you see the fire coming over the hill. You know, same thing if you're in a car accident, you're not going to immediately call your insurance company and say, hey, look, I, I want car insurance right now. And you're sitting there with your, your truck or your car all dinged up. But when it comes to the risk of retirement, it doesn't work that way. We can eliminate a lot of risk, even though we're already into retirement, because that period of time for many people is going to be 10, 20, maybe even 30 years from the time they're trying to solve this problem. If you retire at age 65 or 70, you've got a lot of retirement left. So there's a lot that can be done to make sure we get rid of these risks. So as you age, you don't have to worry about so many things uh, as you are maybe currently worrying about. 
And Dave, that's great advice for those who are out there, especially looking to get into this. But for those who are already into retirement, I appreciate you answering that. And Dave, those are my three questions I have today. And I hope your birthday is amazing. Yeah, likewise for you. Sorry, we're having to do a recording on it. Next week, I guess we'll get to talk about all the excitements that happened since your day's not over with yet. We'll get to talk about some traveling and a few other things. But yes, thank you for spending part of your birthday with all of us. Well, I'm excited to be here and I'll uh, I would share some cake with all of you, but I'll just keep that for now. <laughs> okay, well, that's probably a good idea. That might be a hard one to share uh, with our audience. Prosperity Nation, uh, you've been listening to The Prosperity Gap. My name's Dave Hall. We've been here with CR Tallene. If you are looking to get to a tax-free and risk-free retirement, the best thing you can do, go to my website. We have a number of tools there to help you get to a safe and secure retirement. We've got webinars. We've got podcasts. We've got live events that you can subscribe to. We've got advisors you can work with to help you go through this process. All that can be found on my website. If you're really serious about what you're trying to do with your retirement, great place to go. As I mentioned, my name's Dave Hall. I'm the Prosperity Guy. I look forward to seeing you on next week's podcast. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of The Prosperity Gap. If you want to learn more about The Prosperity Guy, or if you have questions you would like answered on a future show, go to theprosperityguy.com. While on the site, take time to look around. We offer a number of educational opportunities for those who want to learn more about tax-free and risk-free retirement.